Welcome to Smart Muslimer Podcast. Inshallah, if you find this podcast episode useful, please subscribe and tell your friends and family about Smart Muslimer. Also, good news, I have a newsletter and that's how we can stay in touch. To subscribe, please go to smartmuslimer.com. Details are also in the podcast notes. In the newsletter, I'll be sharing my book recommendations, productivity tips and online courses that I've created and also information about a new book that I'm writing called Smart Single Muslimer. Inshallah, it will help you to transform the way you approach love and relationships. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Muslimer Mindset. My name is Farhat Amin. If you are new here, this is a podcast for Muslim women. And the current season, we are looking at love, marriage and relationships. I've been really enjoying the guests that have been coming on so far for this series. And what I thought would be quite nice is there's been a lot of really good advice that they've given. And... I think what I'd like to do today is um, just give some practical advice to single sisters who want to get married. And because I think there's general, the interviews we've put speaking generally, but these are just practical steps that I think, again, based on my experience, the experience of others, and then the guests that I've been speaking to, I just think it's, um, I can't physically come and meet you and give you this advice. But if you were my friend who lived down the road or a colleague and, and you said to me, look, I really want to get married, but I'm finding it difficult. This is the practical advice that I would give you that I'm going to share with you today. Okay, so um, today, so the practical tips today are on expectations and what expectations you should have prior to even thinking of getting married. So really the first step to finding a marriage partner is to know what you want and what you need and applying those criteria when looking for a spouse. So before you can practically um, do anything, you need to sit down with a piece of paper and pen and you need to really figure out that what is it that you, what type of person is it that you are looking for? And, you know, um, you might be surprised to hear that the things that you think you want before marriage and the things that you actually want after marriage are often very different. Um, and so, so for example, um, let's say, okay, with, with husbands, with a guy, he may, you know, looks, marrying someone attractive may be a high priority. But then when once you get married, if your wife can't cook and she doesn't know how to manage a home, that then is a problem for you. So being really honest with yourself about what you really really want and only you don't need to share this with anyone this is your own private list that you're writing so that's what I'll be um, talking about so number one I would say you need to sit down and think about that carefully and write that list down Um, so and then what you need to ask yourselves is what do you expect from marriage you know what does marriage look like to you married life and um you know, this question, it should be explored before 
you even begin anyone walks through your door yeah that's because it's interesting that I've people have said to me they want to get married and then when I've said to them okay what type of person is it that you want what do you want and they haven't thought about it and so it's no point um starting to have that conversation with people and get people looking for you and you haven't figured it out it's interesting that when um this is like I'm thinking 20 that yeah 20 odd years ago when when I did get married um and then my husband he then had friends who wanted to get married and I had friends who wanted to get married and alhamdulillah we knew that there was a lot of reward in helping people to get married that there's a hadith I'm paraphrasing that um, a tree will be planted for you in Jannah if you help two Muslims get married and so I thought yeah it's not um, it's something I'd like to do and then um, but then what can happen is uh, and alhamdulillah we did do that uh, may Allah you know, keep those marriages strong inshallah may Allah reward us for doing that um, but then sometimes people would they would say one thing to you and basically they they said they wanted someone Islamic they want someone in hijab or they want someone who's going to stay at home take care of the house but then when it boiled down to it then they they were rejecting people and then said okay why are you rejecting that brother what's wrong here or what's wrong with the sister and it turned out they didn't they actually wanted someone who was going to go out and work or who didn't wear a jilbab or and you thought well please don't waste anyone's time then if you're not going to be mature and adult about it so I guess that, that's what I'm really saying don't don't waste anyone's time if they're going to put the effort in to help you and um some of my advice is going to be harsh here by the way you may you may start realizing this it's harsh isn't the word it's more honest yeah um don't don't muck around it because this isn't um something that it's not a light topic is it okay so um, right, so that's that's one of the things. Now, the other thing I would say is that um, you need to have realistic expectations, um, not idealistic expectations. And what I mean by that is that if you have sky high, unrealistic expectations, let's say, for example, I'm going to go again for how much you expect the guy to be earning you know, you need to be realistic in that nowadays, look at the situation we're living in, who can afford, look at the house prices, I'm thinking of London and, and the south of England in general, house, house prices are very expensive, so to expect a guy to have his own flat or to not live with his parents, um, that's slightly unrealistic nowadays, yeah, in the same way, you know, job jobs aren't that great, so People have to take jobs that they may not want to, but that's that's the job going, so they take it. And so you have to and think, okay, at least like, um, the fact that someone takes a, a job, you know, like for example, people look down on taxi drivers. People look down on uh, people who work in supermarkets. Now, it's funny, I, I used to do that as well. And then moving the area I live in, it's easier to be a drug dealer. I don't live in a slum, by the way in some ghetto but I'm just saying it's, this is this is what it's like nowadays I know of young men who their fathers are taxi drivers or they work in grocery stores and they have chosen their sons look at their father's jobs and think I don't want to do that I'm gonna it's easier to sell weed it's easier to basically be a drug dealer people think weed is less than cocaine or heroin it's not it's both a haram and both of them destroy families and, and young people and who are these Muslim boys dealing drugs to they 
to their to their brothers, basically their brothers and their sisters, aren't they? So let's not glorify that for a second. But the point I'm making here is, I have more respect for someone, and we should have more respect for a taxi driver who earns their income in a halal way. They're gaining their rizq in a halal way, rather than the um, the lazy drug dealer, yeah, who drives a um, I don't know a BMW. That's what I see them driving around here. So. Again, you need to think, of course the guy has to earn money, but be realistic about what type of job, how much he's going to earn, and even can he li- has he, he got his own home, his own flat, or temporarily would I need to live with my in-laws? That's what I mean by um, have realistic expectation, because if you're not even going to consider someone based on that, then you may end up waiting for a long time. Uh, so that that's that's what I mean. Um, so yes, I have gra- sensible, grounded expectations. Um, okay, now um, there's the other idea is that you do need to have an awareness of what is um, if you, there's certain things that you expect from your husband, so that he's going to provide, he's going to spend time with you, he's going to be caring, considerate. Then what about what? you need to then think, what am I going to bring to a marriage, to a relationship? Yeah, this isn't, because a marriage is a two-way, it's a um, two-way relationship. Well, of course, you know that. And it's, um, so you have to be willing to adapt and need to understand your life as a single person is going to, is very different to your life as a married woman, as a wife. <clears throat> so therefore, are you ready for that role and responsibility? Do you even know what that role and responsibility will be. This isn't getting married, isn't like having a halal boyfriend and you're going to be going out to eat and going to go to restaurants. I remember watching this really funny Indian movie. It had the Meetha Bachchan and Rekha in it where that's what Rekha thought. She think, And then he's like, and she's like, yeah, we're going out to dinner every night. And he's like, when are you going to cook dinner at home? Um, and so again, so just like you have expectations, you need to... Uh, the guy's going to have expectations. So what are you bringing to this marriage? You need to write that list down that, well, what can I, do I know how to manage a house? Do I know if I'm going to be, am I going to be taking care of the shopping and the cooking and the cleaning? And again, this is something that, um, you know, sisters, we need to realise that no matter how highly qualified we are or how successful we are in our career, once we do get married and have children, our main role is a homemaker. Yeah, people, I wonder how many people are telling you this. Um, and when I'm saying this to you, I mean it in a really sincere, kind way. That it's a, a, I'm, that, That's what I'm saying to you. I'm not, that that's what life is like. And so do you want that life? If you don't, then that's fine. Then you're not ready to get married. That, that That's the reality. And so you need to start thinking about that, okay, if that's what, um, because like some people think, and okay, it's true, in Pakistan, in Pakistan, if you're middle class, and I'm sure in Arab countries, if you're if you're at a certain financial level, you can afford a cleaner, you can afford a cook. That's true, and, and that's, alhamdulillah, why not? But in, I'm thinking in England, we don't generally have cooks and cleaners. We do the laundry, we do the shopping, you know. Um, so these are things, it's... It's just um, disingenuous to not point that out to to sisters. It's just not, it's not. So, you know, 
um, learning how to start learning how to cook from your mum. You know, that's what I would say. Um, if you don't do, if your parents are like super cool and don't get you to do any chores, maybe you need to start volunteering to do some. Um, or maybe you already do, so you're fine. You've ticked those boxes. You know what it um, means. Another thing I would say is you need to go and see some, um, if, you, if you don't have any friends who have young kids, then you need to find some or go and visit your auntie who's had a baby. You need to start seeing life, um, what life is like for married women and taking care of children because you don't want to get so shocked and think, and this can happen, isn't it? I, I know this has happened, that the, the lifestyle change is so, so big and it's so, um, uh, what's the word, unexpected, that it causes problems. So just like... In a way, you could say, I'm I'm telling you to do work experience, <laughs> marriage work experience in a way that, um, and the what you see in the movies and the programmes, that's nonsense. Ignore that. Some of it is funny, I must admit, when, but it's not reality, is it? But when you, you know, and it, you, it may slightly shock you when you, you hear someone talking practically about what the change is, but you have to think um, in the same way you, there's no way, like when we think of our careers, like, you know, I'm a, I, I was a teacher um, and one of the good things that they did do was I did two weeks where you go to a high school and you go and see, you go and do a week in a high school, a week in a primary school and you really get to see what is it like. And then I got to speak to teachers and then, so when I then went into teacher training and the other thing in teacher training again, they give you um you observe teachers for a while you just do a little bit of teaching to half a lesson they like you know slowly bring you into then a full lesson and I think that was really good that's probably one of the best things of teacher training so I really understood this is what it's like and then you're sitting in the staff room and you're talking to hearing the teachers moaning subhanallah <laughs> that really should have you know uh, made me realize I don't want to do this but I did it anyway but that's, that's kind of what I'm saying to you, you need to do. Um, and again, that's something practical you can start preparing yourself for. And the thing is that when you speak to women who are newlyweds and, um, you know, I'm not saying dig in, be nosy and dig into their personal lives, but they'll be quite honest with you about um, what you should look for, what you should think about. Yeah, so that's that's another thing I would say you should do. Um and um, okay, so let's just, um, so okay, I'm going to go through these points then. Number one, when you first think about marriage, these are some of the issues you may wish to consider. Right, number one, what are your reasons for getting married? Ah, now that, I think that's um, brilliant. Oh, by the way, the notes I'm making, there's a really book, good book called Secrets to a Successful Marriage by Afshan Khan. And I would recommend you buying that book because I'm just going to be looking through some of the points that she's made as well as other bits and bobs that I've read. But yeah, that book, Secrets to a Successful Marriage by Afshan Khan. Um, I actually know the author. She's really lovely. She's a counsellor. Okay, so what are your reasons for getting married? Again, that's something you should write down. Um, Are you looking for companionship? a soulmate, love, children, or is it just something you think that you are expected to do? The clearer you are about reasons for getting married, the easier it can be to find someone whose ideas match your own. Okay, so that's um, 
and because your reasons will then help you you know decide who you want to get you because then you want to find someone who's got the same reasons does that make sense um okay what do you expect for marriage make a list of the things that are essential and the things that would be nice but you are prepared to compromise on okay um refer back to your reasons for getting married as they will influence what you expect don't make the list too long right so I'll you know when I was when I wanted to get married I really I just decided that I just want him to be islamically minded someone who's going to help me to get to Jannah I'm being really honest here I'm I'm not um that's what I kept doing that dua and I really didn't care if he had um a lot of money that was genuinely not what I cared about and I'll be honest but my husband didn't have a lot of money when we first got married and it wasn't a problem alhamdulillah our wizak Allah gave us our wizak so um that and because I stopped I then wasn't looking for anyone who was rich I didn't care if he he didn't have to have a house or a flat I was quite happy to rent so again that's what we did um and alhamdulillah and and that was I was very content with that. Um, I didn't care about what, sh- what nationality was. And so I didn't marry someone who's the same nationality as me. Um, you know, alhamdulillah, my parents were, were cool with that. So that was good. So again, can you see how when you have a list in your mind, then it, it either will, if you have a long list, it's going to narrow down possibilities. But if you have a broad general list, you know, based on Islamic principles, you know, of course, the thing of getting being attracted to the person you want to marry, of course, that's like a no-brainer. Um, so no one's saying you have to um, compromise on that. So, but, you know, I was speaking to a sister um, and she was saying that, you know, what women find attractive is different to what men find attractive. So sometimes we may not go for, um, like... Is there, I would also say there isn't such a strict definition of who is handsome and who is um, good looking for man as it is compared to a woman. I think we all know that, that the definition for women is getting smaller and narrower and more specific. It's very Eurocentric. You know, we all know it's thin, it's um, fair, it's long hair, it's um, certain, you know, you, you know better than I do. So, but when it comes to men, that's still the you know, things like... Um, confidence and um being able to provide and being um uh you know I I can't think now but there's it's not as strict is it so that's a good thing I think and we should keep it that way that if we start allowing um you know whether it's social media or movies or you know Bollywood or certain definitions of what that uh is handsome and good looking that I think that's going to make it even harder for us so you know, and ultimately beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So keep that in, in mind. Uh, so, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, keep your, um, you know, the essentials. Essentials are important. And then what are you willing to compromise on? Like, for example, I know people who would not consider people who aren't in London. And I thought that's just, you just really narrowed it down there's the whole of the UK okay don't go for abroad I can understand that but at least consider UK why um you know I said no I'm not going to move out London so I thought 
I can't be do I can't be dealing with this. I'm, I can't look for you. You're too. That is just silly. You're being silly. Um, and so, and there was also the what were the silly? Um, I'll tell you a funny story. You know, my aunt, Alhamdulillah, she's a really intelligent woman, and she's a matchmaker in Pakistan. And she was saying to to us a while ago that you know nowadays people have just you know their criteria has become ridiculous. It's that they want some kind of um, like you know prince charming or some beauty queen, and the, and even if they are not the most gorgeous looking person in the world, they want someone gorgeous, or they want someone rich, or they want someone educated. And she's saying it's, it's impossible to find these imaginary people and um, and she was saying so you know so they're going to find it really hard to get married that was her bottom line and that's I think hearing that from a matchmaker um, you know we need to listen to her what she's saying that don't make your list she goes people who make their lists you know more realistic more genuine more um, you know um, yeah, I think realistic was really what the main thing they will get married yeah and alhamdulillah they do so um yeah, you need to be flexible. Okay, right now, let's just see. Ah, oh, what, this is good. What can you offer a potential spouse? We, I said that before. Reflect on your strengths, weaknesses, likes and dislikes with honesty, sincerity and realism. Yeah, so you need to, you may need to ask your friend this, that what do you think are my strengths maybe or what are my weaknesses? You know, do you have very little patience with people? Do you... um are you a taker more than a giver? Yeah, that, be honest about that. And then remember, this is a life change. Single life and married life can never be the same. Accept this and embrace the differences with positivity. Look forward to having someone to share life's journey with. I think that's really lovely, actually, to think you're... Who wants to just stay? You know, do you, wouldn't it be boring if your single life that you're living now just stayed the same? That you want to... Um, Getting married is, is a new beginning, yeah? It's you trying something different, different experiences. And so in the same way when you swap jobs or you swapped careers to something different, you have to be willing to... It's exciting opportunity, isn't it? Why would you just want to have things the same, yeah? So think of think of it in that way and that how um, I'm going to, you know, do something different now. And I'm really... You know, it's a bit like the growth mentality, growth mindset, and um, that you, you're always open to new avenues and new opportunities. So, so that's really um, what I would say that start, be really clear about what you want before you start asking people. I think in a, a future, one of these practical episodes, I'm going to look at what can you, how do you practically go about looking for a, a husband um, and Again, you should have a plan, isn't it? So what's that plan? But this is the plan for fixing your, getting things heading straight in your head, in your mind. You know, have the right mindset. This is cheesy. Uh, this is the Muslim mindset after all. So what is the Islamic mindset that you should have about marriage? That That's really, have you got that? And if you haven't, that's fine, but you need to get it. Yeah, and what are you going to do to get it? Like you have to do something. What's... Alhamdulillah, Islam in in our uh, isn't just a set of ideas, is it? Um, it's not just a philosophy. It's a, it gives you practical ways to do things, and 
that's what but it's the ideas that are the impetus so and then you think okay so this is what I'm going to do so we can't underestimate the thinking process first um don't jump into anything you know we, we're not irrational we, we think things through we get our intentions really clear and of course we make dua because just that like, you know you when you know the type of person you're looking for that's the type of person you do ask Allah to put in your path and then when someone and also then when someone comes to see you and someone approaches your family or approaches you and they don't fit your list because you've thought about it really carefully you'll thank Allah that oh yeah I don't want to consider them or sometimes you might think I really want to marry that person but Allah doesn't want you know that person is not good for you so that they're taken away they say no and although it's really sad when that happens and you feel rejected and I complete you know and it's not nice at all but there's wisdom in that that Allah knows that if you had married that person they may have it may have been a total disaster so Allah saved you from it um but um okay so shall I I hope that you found that you, so if you've got better advice that you would like to share alhamdulillah you know even you know or other advice you'd like to share please send me an email um my email address has changed again it's hello at farhatamin.com so if you want to send me an email or um yeah please do so and again um sign up to newsletter farhatamin.substack.com every Sunday I send that out and um, inshallah let's remember each other in our du'as okay take care assalamu alaikum inshallah if you found that podcast useful or inspiring please share it with others um, especially if you know someone who's looking to get married and they're having difficulties so please share this podcast there will be other practical episodes like this so please let them know I would you know really love to help my sisters who are struggling with this issue and please subscribe to whichever platform you listen on whether it's apple or google podcast please subscribe to the podcast so that every time there's a new episode you will be notified could you do with some relationship advice if so then you need to sign up to my newsletter at smartmuslima.com and I will send you my ebook called learn your love languages it teaches you how to communicate better with your loved ones so there's no reason to wait sign up to my newsletter today inshallah